the Cross the Streams podcast. Cross the Streams. There's definitely a very slim chance we'll survive. I love this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. Let's do it. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. That's hysteria. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Tony, and you're listening to the Cross the Streams podcast. It is our seventh episode. Excited that you guys are here. Excited that you guys are listening. I got my boy Cooley here. What's up, bro? Uh-huh, what's, up? <laughs> what's going on, man? What's new? What's new in the, in the continued crazy world, man? We've already talked about that at the beginning of every episode, but what's Holy going on? Fuck, what's new? Like it, Nothing. Nothing. No, nothing. It's like fucking Groundhog Day, bro. It's like fucking That's what I said last time, man. Totally Groundhog Day. Did you, did you day. say that last time? Yeah, so it's Groundhog That's Day, That's what I'm man. saying. You said it last time. I said it this time. Next time, you'll probably say it. It's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it is, right? I'd be funny. It'd be actually really funny if somebody was like, yo, did I listen to this episode last week? <laughs> <laughs> so they started it off the same way. No, probably. Uh, I don't think they realize they're actually living out their Groundhog Day <laughs> dreams. Where's Bill Murray at? Um, oh, dude, yeah, no, it's, it's cool, man. I mean, I, I will say I'm wicked excited because I got this week off. Um, this is like the beginning of my vacation. One thing that sucks is that uh, originally this week I was supposed to have a beach house in Narragansett, Rhode Island. Um, and we decided in April to just X that because uh, what's the point? Like, it's not going to be a regular summer, so why spend the money? So I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll probably get a couple rounds of golf in uh, because that's like the most white thing I can do. And um, I mean, and, and dude, I mean, I look white. So just picture me with a golf club and it just makes sense, right? Um, yeah. So... <laughs> He's like, yeah. I mean, let, let's <laughs> let's clarify for the audience, though. You you are white. Yeah, I am white. Yeah. If you couldn't, I don't know. Just he said, I look I look white, and I'm like, yep. Yeah, I look. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like people wonder. Like I look white. Like I'm not albino. I'm white. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like that's and like I got the window light hitting my face right now, so it's translucent. Um, <laughs> anyway, so no, basically, uh, a lot of cool stuff actually happened. Uh, how was your 4th of July, by the way, man? Uh, man, it was the 4th of July, man. Look, I, <laughs> wow, all right, man, sorry to depress you. <laughs> Just say, you get me. All right. I gotta get started early, man. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, I celebrate kind of, um, the wife, celebrates her family celebrates i kind of like you know tag along but for yeah. the part, for the most part you know i watched some fireworks go off but i i spent my fourth of july evening watching uh star wars episode one and star wars episode two um, thinking that you know some for some reason those movies were going to be better now that i've given it some time and i was absolutely wrong but um yeah. well they were better than artemis fall so yeah yep yeah <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So, I, so, so you no should have watched. Did, did you watch fifteen minutes of Artemis Fall? I, and I didn't turn on episode one and two. I didn't, uh, but but it didn't matter because the the Artemis Fall is still fresh in my mind. So it was, <laughs> it didn't matter. Um, well, but, hey, you watched episode one and two. I watched my annual tradition. I watched Jaws, uh, and nice. it was it's just so good every time, dude. Uh, the only thing that didn't that bothered me about. Um, this 4th of July and, and, uh, you know, weeks leading up to the 4th of July is that people in my neighborhood find the need to set off fireworks every night at nine thirty, ten 10 o'clock at night, even though it's not the 4th of July. 
So the third, the fourth, and the fifth, it was just like a war was going on in my neighborhood. Like you would have thought it was yeah. like legit Vietnam. But um, now that it's over, that seems to be dying down, which is good. My cat. Oh yeah, because everybody used out. up all their shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. My cat was freaking out. He was like hiding between me and my wife. I had to put like a blanket on him and like pet him because he was freaking out. Uh, luckily, my daughter slept through everything. She's like a wicked deep sleeper, which is great. Um, God bless her. So. Um, yeah, so that was that was our Fourth of July. Um, but uh, in the spirit of Fourth of July, um, it was pretty awesome that July third, um, Hamilton came out on Disney Plus. Yeah, uh, which was dope. Now I had not seen Hamilton. I had heard a ton about it since it was released on Broadway. It came to uh, you know Rhode Island, and you know tickets were through the roof. I could have gone, but uh, my wife was on a maternity leave, so we decided to kind of pass on that. Um, but I'm kind of glad that I did wait to see it on Disney Plus because for a a Broadway show, they did a great job filming this. Yeah, like, you know, do you know how they did it? Well, I mean, I'm, sh- I mean, with cameras. I mean, <laughs> what do you mean? No, like, no, no. So, so <laughs> what? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Cameras were definitely involved, um, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And, and yeah, so, so it was two live shows that yep. they actually recorded. Um, okay. And then they also record, re-recorded, like they selected, I think it was something like 12 or 13 songs mm-hmm. um, that they just continued to like re-record like after and before the shows uh, so that, you know, they could have enough footage. Yeah. And then they put everything together and they took like the best of everything and, and merged it together. So you're not watching one show. Mm-hmm. You're actually watching like the, what they can, what they would consider perfection, mm-hmm. right? Like they, they like, yeah, it took the, the best per- of everything. Yeah, exactly. So like, it's not like, and it's not like they took like, Oh, we'll record before the intermission on this one. And after the intermission on this, no, it was like, they recorded both mm-hmm. and they, they picked it apart and they picked all the best performances out of the two shows, plus re-recordings and reshoots and stuff like that, put everything together. And then they had their final product. I, I mean, I, that doesn't surprise me. I know that they've kind of done that for other like high end Broadway shows that they want to get like really good footage of. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not uncommon. I think that's actually awesome. They did that. And you'd have to expect that something like that would happen if it's, if Disney's putting it out. So yeah, you know, it's gotta be the best of the best. But um, all of that just goes to your point is what I'm saying is like, you know, it's, <clears throat> that's a good reason why you would want to watch it there instead of watching it live because now you get like this, like this perfection, right? Yeah. And you also get like the best seat in the house. So you can see right. everything up close. And it was, it was great, man. I, I had heard a lot of good things about Hamilton to the point where I was like, I'm just going to be disappointed because my expectations are too high. Uh, not the case with this. It was just, the music was so damn good and the music was so well written and well performed. And these actors and actresses were at the top of their game. They're all amazing performers. They really brought their A game. Um, I think just from somebody who's done theater to see the, you know, the extent of uh, just the, the really like uh, complicated and complex blocking that they had to remember and, and how everybody needs to be very aware of their lines. And it's not, a lot of these lines are not spoken. It's, 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 it's music like hip hop, like rap, like they speak in that rhythm. So you're not just remembering your lines. You have to make sure that you're staying with the music as well, which is an additional challenge. So I thought they all did a phenomenal job. Not, I mean, on top of all that, remembering the choreography, 
You know, like there's a lot that goes into that. Like you have to bring your A game every single show. Um, and these guys, everybody in the show was awesome. Um, dude, David I mean, Diggs though is like, oh, so, so good. that dude was, I, I thought he was the best one in the show, man. Well, yeah, man. I mean, he was, he was actually one of my favorite too. He played uh, Thomas Jefferson and um, it was, it was, he was, he was great, man. I think one of my other favorite uh, actors in the show was uh, Jonathan uh, Groff who played King George. I thought he was hilarious. Um, oh yeah. You know, that like, was uh, that was court's favorite too. Yeah, I mean, he just really brought his own kind of spin to the character, you know? And I think there were some lines that he was supposed to be comedic, but I thought he did a really good job of making the king humorous. Like, you would normally hate what he stands for, but <laughs> you kind of you have this, like, likability towards him. You know, you look forward to seeing him on stage. So I think he kind of used that in his favor, which was really good. Um, and I thought Leslie Odom, who played Aaron Burr, was really good. I mean, mm-hmm. every, this is an all-star cast. And a lot of these people have gone on to do other things since this. So, you know, I think that they, these, these names are now known for other things as well. And you can kind of look them up now and see exactly everything that they're, uh, that they're, they're doing now. I mean, this was filmed in 2016, I think. Um, or 2015 when it first came out, and then it kind of blew up. Um, so, you know, this is, this is the original cast. Um, so, you know, if you see Hamilton somewhere else now, you're not going to see the same cast, but right. um, you'll probably notice that some of these people have done other things since, you know, being in Hamilton because it was the original cast, and that was, uh, you know, a couple of years back. So, Oh, dude, like um, I'm watching shit, and I'm just like, like I, I've I've watched a lot of things, and then I watched mm-hmm. Hamilton, and I was like, I know that dude. Yeah, I, man. Yeah, I know that one. Oh, I know her. Oh shit! <laughs> and nope. it's like it's like all these people that I'm just like, oh my god! Like I know all of these actors, and they've all been in something that I watched that I fucking love. Um, the uh, the dude that played Washington, uh, mm-hmm. Christopher Jackson. Yeah, was um, he was actually uh. Kevin, what was his last name? Kevin Richardson mm-hmm. in um, in the uh, Central Park Five movie that I told you about. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, when, when they yeah, when yeah, they yeah. when they see us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he he played he played Kevin Richardson as an adult. Um, Renee Renee Elise Goldsberry, the yep. uh, one of the uh, Skyler sisters. Yep, uh, she was uh, she was in uh altered carbon oh shit okay cool yeah her voice is fucking amazing man yeah dude it's it's like i had chills like listening to her sing man you know it's funny too you look at um uh oh my god dude why is he going oh uh uh, lin-manuel miranda i mean that guy who played alexander hamilton i mean like that guy's been in uh it was mary poppins returns he was in that he's been in moana i mean like he's his career has definitely taken off. I mean, like he's, mm-hmm. he's all star. I mean, that guy, that guy was great. Um, you know, and I think anybody in this cast, you know, you would see and deserves that. I mean, if you were in Hamilton, I mean, you've definitely, <laughs> you're pretty much set. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. Hamilton did so well. That's all you had to say. Like, Oh, I'm in the original cast of Hamilton. It's like, okay, cool. So do you like, can, can <laughs> we should be paying you for auditioning. Yeah, it was like a giant, but it was like a giant hip hop concert, man. It was like it was great. 
And with, I think that's I think that's why it stood out, man. Because yeah. you don't see shit like that. They don't Dude, like that's one of musicals, the first, man. It's one of the first times they've ever done anything like that. That was actually it was just like so well written, like musically, like damn. Like, you know? like I, I usually say, say fuck musicals, man. I can't deal with them. I, I just can't. Yeah. Like the music is usually corny and I can't mm-hmm. like corny, like not corny, like, uh, you know, just music that I don't listen to. Like, yeah, but just corny, like extra fucking corny. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. Yeah, well, I do. I mean, listen, you're talking to somebody who's done musicals and who went to school for theater. Like the thing about musicals is that it's always extra. It's always extra. Like everything is going to be over the top. That's the point of musicals. Like, oh, like I met this guy I'm in love with. And it's like in a straight theater show, that would be the end of the scene. But now it's like, let's sing a song about it. You know, it's like, and and for me, it's like, I don't mind musicals. I've been in musicals, but it's like watching them sometimes for me, it's not my favorite type of theater because it's like, I get the point. I don't need a song about it, but people that really like music and really like musical theater like really get into that stuff and there's there's definitely an audience for it man i mean that's what musical theater is huge on broadway and there are obviously i mean obviously but there are some shows that i've seen on broadway that are phenomenal like i saw wicked on broadway twice that show is unbelievable Mm. like you know from i mean it's it's not something that i was bored watching and sometimes i find that happens i'll watch musicals i'm like i'm done but this was, I was like captivated. The other one that I haven't seen that I want to see that I keep hearing amazing reviews on is The Lion King. Oh, that shit like, was dope. You saw it. So you know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. don't get tired of that shit. You know what I mean? It's like, you're not bored when you're watching it. I was also indoctrinated though, because like I, I watched The Lion King, the actual movie several yeah. times. And that was basically a musical. All, all Disney shit is a musical, right? So yeah. But, but I mean, like, like, but I mean, think about that. The opening is like friggin' people coming down as animals. It's like yeah. ridiculous. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's I a mean, show. It's a legit show. Like they, you're part of the show at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> they come in from the house, you know, which right. is amazing. So dude, uh, like, I, so, so like for me, like, um, a lot of, so a lot of musicals, right. And, and you, you basically said this, but I just wanted to expand on it a little bit. The, mm-hmm. um, most musicals are, talk 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 and then you hit a point and at that point it's like well a song about it well here here it go right and then yeah we fucking just start breaking out into song and dance about the shit that you just said and and expressed to us the thing yeah. that was different about hamilton wasn't just that it was hip-hop and r&b or or, or whatever it also had your your classic like musical uh theater like type of music as well like mixed in um it wasn't just that it was that it there was no talking at all exactly yeah there was no one music yeah there was no dialogue so if there was dialogue it was it was people rapping to each other and there was no actual just dialogue it was just music one song went into the next went into the next so it was like watching a concert which was a lot easier for me to get behind than the the typical you know dialogue 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 song well see that's why dialogue 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 song but i know what type of i know what type of music you're into and i knew that this shit would be right up your alley which is why Mm -hmm. i was like yo you gotta watch hamilton man and like dude as soon as you you were like oh shit i was like it's dope right you're like real dope (laughs) i was like oh he's enjoying this i'm like fuck yeah yeah i know know, i know that quest love from the roots actually had 
a lot to do with the music too. So it doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, yeah. like if you listen to the roots and you listen to the music in Hamilton, yeah. you can actually see similarities. Oh yeah. No, um, definitely. Like in like rhymes, rhyme pattern and, and uh, you know, flow shit like that. Like mm-hmm. it was definitely, you could definitely tell that he had a hand in the production. Um, yeah. So I, was, I, I was very happy. And I was, I liked the fact that I watched it around the, the, I watched it on like July 3rd and then I watched it again on like part of it uh, on the 4th. And then I think I watched another half of it on like, it was like three days in a row. I was like yeah. going back and like some of these songs were like, what was the other one? It's like, uh, what's, what was that lyric? It's like, I'm not going to miss my shot. Like Dude, that. I sing that all day. I sing yeah, it all day. That shit is like stuck in my head. I'm not know? throwing so, away my I'm not going to throw shot. away my shot. <laughs> <laughs> I was singing that like on the fourth, just like when me and Beck were driving, because that's the beauty of it. It's like it gets stuck in my head. Yeah. You know, those songs weren't just like, you know, you're enjoying it when you're watching it. It's like a song that you're going to remember, you know, like people love the soundtrack. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. So yeah. Hamilton um, is, it's fantastic, man. Ham- it was dope. It is- Hands down, one of my favorite things to come out this year. That's awesome, man. Um, I will say uh, one of the things that I'm not – I don't know. This was a little weird that I, I wanted to watch this, but I was just like super – I got to check this out because it's it's like I really need to find out the true story. So I watched uh, on Netflix Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. Um, <laughs> I know that you watched – you're almost done with it, but <clears throat> I don't know, man. There's a lot of things about um, – Jeffrey Epstein, I didn't know. Um, I, I wouldn't say that a lot of this is like, they don't really show anything, but they explain what happened. And then some of the girls that were involved explain their experience with him. And it's like, I really didn't know to the extent of what went down. I knew there was like some, like some, uh, like molestation and, uh, you know, pedophilia and shit like that. It was just like, it was, it was weird and really somewhat uncomfortable to watch, but I was like, okay, like I really want to know like what happened with this guy. Um, Mm -hmm. Oddly enough, interesting story is that when Becca and I were on our honeymoon in the Bahamas, we were took a catamaran cruise out to this like private Island. It was like an excursion. And as we're driving out there, they were like, somebody was like, what's that Island to the right? And they're like, Oh, that's whatever. It's owned by Jeffrey Epstein. He's a really bad man that we don't really talk about that much. <laughs> and I didn't know anything about him. And then like all this shit, like a year ago started coming out like Jeffrey Epstein. I'm like, that's the Island that we drove. So it's like, I literally was on a boat that drove right by it. So it's kind of wow. nuts that, um, you know, that it, it all kind of came somewhat full circle. And that was in 2016. Um, so, you know, it, it's just, I'll get to something else about that, but what are your thoughts about this? I mean, like how, well, I know you were on the fence about watching it when I told you to check it out so we could talk about it, but I mean. Well, yeah. Cause like that shit, that shit bothers me, man. Like, of course it, of course it bothers yeah. anybody. I think I know, but like to the point where like, I just like it bothers, it's like it, I get a physical reaction from that shit. I'm like, I like, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like not, it's not cool, but yeah, but yeah, I started watching it and like, I can't say that, you know, I didn't have, you know, any, uh, you know, adverse reactions where I didn't like, there wasn't a moment where I was like, oh, I'm getting into this. Yeah. But the, the reverse happened, man. Cause the more I watched it, the more pissed off I got, man. Like I was like super pissed. Um, more like, like equally, pissed about two different things man i was pissed about obviously the shit that he was doing and the shit that he was getting away with because it's fucking 
not even it's not human man it's like fucking it's so fucked up but yeah it is i was also pissed that they let it go on for that long man it wasn't um it wasn't a matter of him dodging and not getting caught mm-hmm. it's not like he was smart enough to not get caught he just it was it, it was the ultimate um display and the ultimate example of white privilege in america yeah, I think it also has to do with him having an ex- exorbitant amount of money, though. Which, I mean, which, let's be real, is also an example of white privilege in America. Because what did he, what did he do to earn the money that he got? Right. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he, this guy, this guy literally conned his way into being a teacher mm-hmm. at a at a at a school, right? Said yeah, that he graduated. Said that he graduated, had his degree, had all that shit. Conned his way into being a teacher. That's great. Whatever. Went and started working for whatever that company, the Tower Company, was that it? The Tower Corporation. I forgot the exact name of it, but yeah, I think so. But but yeah, it, where where he was a uh, an investor, right? Um, mm-hmm. Or or a, or a uh, advisor, maybe. I'm not sure, but. But either way, he, he cons his way into that situation and they find out that he lied on his resume and he lied on his resume for the school. And dude was supposed to fire him. And what happens? He gives him another chance. Every I, I, I'm not saying this in, in the sense like, you know, where it's like, oh, dude, you're playing the race card. No, I'm just saying if this dude was black, his career stops there. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. Like no question in my mind that right there at that point in time, before he even makes his billions where he can start, you know, using the system, he's done. Now let's say, let's say he gets past that point. The first person that says, Hey, this guy did such and such to me, touched me in an inappropriate place. I did not ask him to, I did not give him permission to, you know, I felt scared and threatened, right? Like, you know, uh, and I'm 14. The minute that happens, mm-hmm. done, yeah. done. Dude is locked away for life. No parole, no, no bail, nothing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how much money he had, right? It could be Jay-Z. <laughs> that motherfucker would be in jail for life. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's tough, man. It's because it's like you... I can definitely understand how those thoughts would enter your mind. I mean, it's, I think it's, it's just human to actually think that way. You can make yeah, that man. comparison to like what would happen if he wasn't white and whatnot. And I totally understand like I'm, that. But I'm, but I'm sitting there watching a four episode documentary on this shit. It would be yeah. a five minute. I'm talking about it, if it was a black dude, it would be a five minute YouTube clip. Cause that's all the story that there would be to tell about him. <laughs> You know, what I, I, mean? I mean, yeah, no, I hear you, man. It's fucked up. I mean, he definitely, I mean, I, I mean, I can't say, I mean, I'm, nobody knows I mean, but I, I mean, I feel like that's definitely probably the way it would have gone down because that's the way the shit is in the world. But I mean, mind you, I wouldn't, I, I'm not advocating for blacks to be able to do the shit that Jeffrey Epstein did. No, without, I'm not, yeah, that's without, obvious. Without any justice being leveled on them. I, I, I'm just saying that he shouldn't have been able to do that just like anybody else wouldn't have been able to do I, it. No, right. I agree. I agree with you, man. I think it's, I mean, I think it's fucked up. Like, dude, I'm watching this shit and I'm actually disturbed because my wife's second cousin, it's, I think it might be 
second cousin. She never even met her. Um, uh, she was actually in this shit. Her, as, like the name is completely not even related to our family at all. But like it was like Courtney Wilde is her name. She's in like the second episode, and she was like had it a, a sexual had a you know a, a run in with Epstein, and then. Um, you know, had an, uh, an encounter with him, I guess. And then, yeah. Um, and then she ended up bringing like 40 to 60 girls like to him because she was getting paid to do it. And at the time, like she was homeless and shit. And it's like, like I said, I mean, we've never met her. We, uh, you know, like, I don't, I mean, my wife's never met her, but you know, we found out there was this weird connection. Like, Oh, one of our like distant cousins, like one of my wife's distant cousins has this, has had a, you know, an experience with Jeffrey Epstein and it was like disturbing and shit. So to see her in the documentary for both of us to never have met her before was interesting. Cause it's like, it's just this like person that we never met, but then right. to know that she's somewhat related down the line in the family tree somewhere was like kind of crazy. Um, so that was a little disturbing to watch that and hear her story. Um, you know, and I think it's just interesting. It's like how all these, that that girl who is now just got arrested, her, you know, his partner in crime, Gil Zane Maxwell, Maxwell like yeah. she, she is already denying like any, you know, charges of sexual assault or being involved with. It's like, dude, people in the that are being interviewed have said that you literally brought them to his massage room, like where he was already ass naked on like a massage room table and left the room like you're clearly an underage girl he's a whatever 40 year old man you don't leave a underage girl with a man that old it's like that's just like she knew what she was doing she put girls in harm's way and i don't think that she gave a shit and that makes her just as guilty as him and i think um you know there's this whole thing now where it's like she's in like severe like high security lockdown um in a new hampshire uh, prison because you know, obviously there's so many stories about how Jeffrey Epstein like hung himself, which is complete bullshit. In my opinion, uh, there's a story about how the guard said he fell asleep. Bullshit. Like I, I bullshit. This guy had, had a, he probably has a black book or it knows names of people that, you know, had come there and had, you know, sex with underage girls. And they're like, I guarantee you the Clintons are involved. I mean, you know, there's, Donald Trump is actually gotten pictures with Jeffrey Epstein. Um, this came out the other day and I'll get into this in a second, but the uh, owner of Wayfair uh, has a picture with uh, uh, Gilzane Maxwell. Uh, and um, it's just like, and Jeffrey Epstein, it's like, there's something else about that in a second, but like they're saying that sh this woman should be released on bail for $5 million because there's a risk of COVID-19 right now. Like, Fuck her. I don't give a yeah, shit. Give her, like, let her get fucking COVID. I don't care. No, don't, man. Like, don't let her get COVID. Let her actually go to court and literally throw everyone under the bus that we don't know about yet. Like, I want, and that's what people are pissed about, about Jeffrey Epstein. Like, this, this motherfucker got away with it, bro. He, he screwed all these girls that were underage uh, and then literally went to prison. And before anything happened, dude, he, he was dead or he hung himself. Like, he legit got away with it. Like, this, this woman like needs to freaking come out and say who all these people are. People are saying right. that like Tom Hanks is involved. Like, dude, if he's involved and like we're, the whole world's fucked, you know, it's <laughs> like that, that's nuts. Like Tom, then they're saying like, I mean, Donald Trump totally wouldn't be surprised. Bill Clinton wouldn't be surprised. Like I'm just waiting to see who all these other celebrities are 
that are, are high-end people that are actually involved in this bullshit. Like Tom yeah, like Hanks Trump. is on his flight log. Like that doesn't look good. I mean, I know the only safeguard is that he was a rich man that held parties for people and celebrities. And I think maybe just a lot of these people went because they could, uh, you know, but I don't, I don't think some of them were aware as to like what he was doing behind the scenes. And they probably all didn't have, you know, sex with underage women, but it's doesn't look good. You know, it doesn't look good that you knew this guy, you know what mm. I mean? Like had been to, you know, his Island and shit for parties. But, you right. know, it's like that eyes wide shut community. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's creepy as shit, man. Um, Unreal. Yeah. And, and I think the, uh, the other thing, too, is that this isn't confirmed, but there's a lot of speculation right now going on. I don't know if you know about this, man. I found out about this yesterday. It was super weird. They're saying that, like, the like Wayfair's in jeopardy, the company, because the owner of Wayfair actually has pictures with Jeffrey Epstein and Gilzane Maxwell. And people were saying that work for Wayfair is just some shitty shit going on. Is that there were boxes that would come in that were way too heavy that they never, they were like, they, they didn't have time to check them and they were literally just passed through. And they're thinking that they might've actually been like, like sex trafficking going through Wayfair, like under the radar. Um, there's also like, if you go on their website, people have screenshots of like pillows like that you could buy through Wayfair that were like five grand, three grand, two grand. And if you look up the SKUs, like some of these SKUs actually bought you, if you looked them up on like another website, they brought you directly to pictures of like underage girls. So now they're like, Wayfair is like in some deep shit. So, wow. uh, so I'm not saying anything about Wayfair, but I mean, I just did, but I mean, who, that doesn't look good. That's all I'm going to say. Wayfair, Wayfair does some shady shit anyway, man. Like especially yeah. with how they treat their employees and shit. So I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I don't know. That's super shady, but, um, so that's, yeah. So anyway, but Jeffrey Epstein, filthy rich on Netflix. Um, I will say if anything, it's just super interesting, uh, to, to, to learn more about this guy and figure out like, how all the shit went down because like I said, I didn't really know a lot about him, but it was, it was definitely interesting to watch. So it's up to you if, if it's something that uh, you want to spend your time watching. And if it's, if it makes you uncomfortable to watch it, then obviously you don't have to, but something that I thought was, was super interesting on my end. So mm -hmm. um, the other cool thing, uh, unsolved mysteries is now on Netflix, uh, not old episodes, but um, you know, unsolved mysteries is releasing like new episodes, which is pretty cool. Um, so I, I definitely haven't watched all of them. I watched one was the UFO episode. Uh, you, uh, you texted me something, man. I thought was kind of cool. You like, I watched the UFO unsolved mysteries episode. That's the first time I might actually believe there might be something out there. I was like, all right, cool, man. So <laughs> why don't you elaborate on that? You know, I wasn't going to let that slide. <laughs> <laughs> elaborate please yeah <laughs> man like i and i said in that same message i said don't get too yeah excited. i know you don't get excited but still might. man but i'm still gonna bring it up so might is yeah, the operative right. word whatever and right, uh and, and and i i stick to that man like i i you know it was uh it was super interesting that the same event happened to the same people at the same time um with you know no real record of of anything because like you know i guess like you know documentation like the tapes from the radio station are gone because they cycle them out um right 
you know, and like there was no real documentation or anything like that. But, you know, and, and this is one of the things that is like, all right, so it's a shared experience. And they showed like, you know, the location of these people and how they're, you know, nowhere near each other. Um, well, no, they were, man. They were kind of maybe like a town away. Well, that, but it's like a would, straight line. Yeah. But they don't know each other. No, 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 exactly. They don't, they don't know each other. They were nowhere near each other as far as like, yo, like I don't consider myself like you're, you're a couple towns away. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would say you're nowhere near me in relation to my, my name. It's not like you live down the street and we could like corroborate, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, so to me, it was like, it was when I see something like that, where, where these things align, but they're not together, you know what I mean? It, it, that, yeah. that gives, that gives me that gives me some element of truth, right? Not necessarily, um, not necessarily making it fact, but there's some element of truth there. And, and it's interesting to me now. And like, now my, now my ears are perked up. Now I want to know more. Um, so, so now you now have a curious skeptic, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, it's absolutely true, but I'm saying something happened and I'm saying something happened to these people that have them believing that that's what it was let's dig deeper. Let's find out more. Let's figure it out. Right. And I, and I mean, this happened in the sixties. I'm not sure what the fuck I'm going to do to try and figure it out. That hasn't been tried since 1960. So <laughs> I, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know what to do to figure it out, but I mean, like I'm definitely down to do some more research, hear some more stories, whatever. Um, and, and be a little bit more receptive now, uh, I guess is the, um, I guess is the actual phrase that I'm looking for. I'll be a little bit more receptive and less, uh, I, w I would attribute less to drugs. Let's put it that way. Oh yeah. That's good, man. That's the first step. Uh, yeah. I think uh, <laughs> I, that's just a logical first step. I think just, you probably could have done that without watching Unsolved Mysteries, but anyway, nah. so <laughs> yep. that's the most lame excuse I've ever heard. Oh, they were high. Like what the fuck. Yeah. All right, dude. So, um, I'm going to throw this out there because fuck it. I'm going to promote some other shit. Uh, if you guys are into this stuff, check out uh, my other podcast. It's called Encounter Stories. Uh, we're pretty much on anything. If you have a story that you haven't had, an, you've had an encounter with the paranormal, with UFOs, with Bigfoot, with whatever, man. I don't care if it's a voice you heard or it's an orb you saw and you want to tell us the story uh, and share it with people who might have had a similar experience. You can do that at yourencounter at gmail.com. Just hit us up. Um, we release once a week and we're on every podcast platform. So shameless promoting, but um, it's worth talking about because that's kind of what we just watched. So unsolved mysteries is dope. Um, it, I love it. It's really such a good show, man. And shout out to the original uh, host of unsolved mysteries, Robert stack, who is just probably the most baller host of a show ever. <laughs> that, by the way, dude, that's that theme that they kind of tweaked with and made it more modernized. Still fucking scares the shit out of me, bro. It's so creepy, man. Like, it's just so awkward. I mean, that, but yeah, man. the UFO, I mean, the UFO story, man, I, I believe all that stuff. These people just don't seem like, they, dude, you know, that's the thing is these people account for lost time which is always interesting to me. Lost time means that you usually got abducted. Mm -hmm. Like you, you're in a car and then all of a sudden you're, you end up back somewhere else. They drop you off somewhere and you're like, how did I get here? And what happened? To Yo, the one, of, one of the motherfuckers got fired though, man. One of those aliens, they got their ass fired from their job. Why? 
because they fucking the put grandmother the grandmother in the, mother in the, mother in the place. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about the same shit. <laughs> there was one detail. They, my grandmother never drove. God damn it, Brian. I told you a million fucking times. Get them in the right fucking place. Yo, take a picture before you move them. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brian. And he's like, boop, 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 sorry. <laughs> So, <laughs> that's it you're not going on any more missions you're done <laughs> oh man i want to go back to Ceylon. <laughs> um, so, so i don't know i just think like uh yeah who the fuck knows man it's like it's funny that like they all we all make mistakes <laughs> even <laughs> you know? the alien yeah even the aliens like they give you that bread if they fuck that up um or maybe they just don't care you know they wear like fucking ants to them like they don't give a shit um, yeah, they don't even know that we're fucking different and shit. They're just like, just like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they won't figure I out. I don't fucking um, know which one's which. Just fucking yeah. put them anyway. And I like how my alien voice is totally just like a wicked nerdy guy with glasses. Like, ah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, where does that voice come from when I that's think why, of aliens? That's why I fucking told you, Brian. That's why I fucking told you, Brian, one at a time. I like how his name's Brian. His name's Brian. It's the most (laughs) the most white name ever. (laughs) I'm Brian. Oh my god. Oh, dude. (laughs) um, Anyway, so Unsolved Mysteries is dope, man. Check it out. There's a couple episodes. I think there's what, like seven, six, or maybe Six. six or seven, six episodes. Yeah. Um, there's six but it's one of them's in french so i really just say it's five episodes that's stupid no i actually started watching the first <laughs> i watched 20 minutes of that and then i started getting tired and i was like i'm gonna go to sleep so i never finished it but it's interesting about this family in france uh they just like disappear one day and that's as far as i got so anything where somebody disappears one day and with no trace um is interesting but i mean if you can watch a movie with subtitles it's really not that Excuse me, it's not that bad. Yo, there's an um, episode about this dude that, so so he's a, he's a black kid that was hanging out with a bunch of white kids, and they all took him to a party that was down in this next town that was like this like super racist town. Um, they take him to this party and they're all hanging out and shit like that, and then like you know one dude's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go hang out with this other guy, and they're like, all right, man, have a good night. He takes off. And I and then the guy that gave uh, this kid a ride was like, oh, I need cigarettes. I'm going to go get some cigarettes. But before he goes to get the cigarettes, he had broken up a fight with his friend and some like some dude that was like screaming like racist words at him and shit like that. So they break that up. And then he's like, oh, yeah, no, he looked like he was having a good time. Mm-hmm. So I told him I was going to go get some cigarettes. And then he went and he got lost. Or that's the story. Uh, he got lost and he couldn't like find it. So he called and he like talked to another friend of his that was at the party and was like, Oh, you know, give, uh, I forget the kid's name, but it was like, Oh, just give him a ride home. Like, you know, make sure he's all right. And he said he did. He he said that he would. So I said, okay, cool. And he just fucking went home. And, And so this kid ends up missing. Okay. For like a month. And then they find, then they, somebody like, they're like searching all over the place for him. Like the, or, or they say they are like the, the local, the local uh, police or whatever. Like, oh yeah, no, we searched all over, blah, blah, blah. We searched everywhere. Uh, yeah. You can come and search for him if you want. Like they, so the family puts a search party together 10 minutes after they get to the fucking town, they find, they fucking find him. <laughs> like 10 minutes after they get there, this, the, this, the, the police's search party went on for a month. They get there 10 minutes later, they find him. And like the mystery is like, you know, well, what happened to the kid? Like, I don't think there's any mystery, but there's a mystery. 
yeah. so so it's a good fucking episode because like i'm watching the shit and i'm like oh shit and then at the end it's like you know like they did make some some pretty interesting points like the kids like body hadn't decomposed like as much as it should have you know for over 30 days so like oh, apparently God. like they think maybe he was like kept in a freezer somewhere or whatever and then yeah. and, and then dumped later which is why the police couldn't find him but like they're trying to figure out who did it why they did it so on and so forth but the coolest thing about this show is like you know they give you all this shit and then they're like hey if you if you have any information yeah they always and that's the that. shit that that's the shit that they used to do with with the robert stack show and i was yeah. like i was so souped to see that after i watched the first one if you because, have any information, call one eight hundred Unsolved Mysteries. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Well, it's now, like, now I, it's like go to unsolved.com. Yeah, right? but I, th- I think the cool is the cool thing is that like they would used to after shows that he would be like update family and <laughs> somebody like called in <laughs> and they have an update or it was solved because of right. all the viewers, you know. So it it was a very successful show because of that. You know what um, I like about this though? I like that they so like it's one thing that Robert Stack's no longer the the host right but you saw that that backdrop of him right when they bring yeah. up unsolved me you see like the facade of him in the background yes. i thought that was awesome it's i thought awesome that was so cool and yeah. just the fact that they respect him enough that they didn't get another host and literally the the documentary just tells itself right yeah like yeah. you ha- you have everybody just saying what they're saying and like the, you don't really hear anybody asking questions you don't hear a, there's no narrator there's nothing mm-hmm. it's just well the well, story not- well, not necessarily, though, because they so Unsolved Mysteries did have another host, Dennis Farina. He okay. was he was a good host. Um, one of the other guys that actually hosted um, uh, a similar show. I don't know why I'm just seeing his picture now. It's reminding me of this is uh, John Walsh. He was the host of America's Most Wanted. Right. Um, and that guy actually um had a personal experience i guess like his son was killed and they found like he was like beheaded mm-hmm. um so i don't know i always anytime i think of like hosts of shows like unsolved mysteries he always comes up in my mind um right but you you said not necessarily so i'm wondering like it was for well, either like actually in this this show like did they have a narrator at some point that i missed? no 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 or? i mean like i mean like in the old unsolved mysteries because robert stack passed away and then unsolved mysteries like kept going and there were right, a couple right, they, right. they hired like a new host but this new like resurgence or, or rebirth of uh, unsolved unsolved mysteries. They yeah, it's just like people are telling the story as they were filmed. There's there isn't a host. Yeah, yeah. So you're right on that. I don't know. So that was a, that was a roundabout. You, I don't know. It's fucking not even worth doing. Anyway, so um, all right. So, so anyway, um, so uh, upload. Uh, that's what we're gonna talk about now. Uh, yeah. Upload, man. We probably already talked about this, and we're too dumb to remember, but um upload uh, i know we talked about it but i don't think i mentioned that i finished it um, no you didn't we yeah. did not fin- we did not talk about you finishing it i talked about it at that decent length and you All saw right. some of it we talked about that and now we're gonna finish it off what sick so and somebody's gonna be like <laughs> no you totally talked about how you finished it but let's let's, let's hear this review again um no, I, I mean, all I'm going to say about Upload Quick is that it's definitely a, a show worth watching. It's if you're into if you're into like the tech world or like anything futuristic or what the world can look like in like 20 years. Um, it's it's cool, man. I mean, like it's about if you die and your your consciousness is basically uploaded to this like cloud and then it's uh, put into a virtual reality where technically your body dies, but you live on in this virtual reality world. Um, 
And what is it like to live in this virtual reality world? You definitely have to have money or know somebody that is paying for your expenses while you're in there. Right. And if they're paying for you, if they're paying for you, they own you basically. Yeah, basically. Like, so if you want to make like an in-app purchase, <laughs> like, like you want a Coke <laughs> and you don't have $2, well, then like you're fucked. You don't get a Coke. Right. So, um, you know, like I thought the thing that was interesting is like the sex suit. It's got like, it was like a used sex suit. It was like, you know, it's just gross. It looked like a bunch of rubber fingers inside the suit. Um, but I mean, it's just really interesting to think about if that was something that was possible, how that would work. Like, could you, could a relationship still survive with a loved one who is in a virtual reality world? Right. I, I, I am actually in the frame of, I'm, I, this is what I thought. I think one, it's scary to think that that's possible because what happens when you die? Like no one knows, right? So it's like, so you can't essentially die in this virtual reality world unless something happens to the server and it crashes. Like that's the eternity. Like it, you never will really know if there is like an actual eternity because you're in this virtual reality place. Yeah. The other thing, the other thing that freaked me out is I have this theory that if that was a real thing, there are a lot of people who probably would not be able to deal with the fact that like, like sometimes loss is so great and you don't have any contact with that person and they would be like, well, then like, screw this. Like, I'm going to kill myself so I can be with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. if that's with it, you know, Which like happens. why would it, you know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. So it's like, it happens like in the show. Be like, I'm just going to off myself and upload myself and then I'll be with you in like 10 minutes. So you I know, have, so. So I have this question though, right? Like, so, because I thought about this as well, right? It's, and I think that's like, you know, this show will cause almost anybody who watches it yeah. to think about this, right? That's what I liked about it. Yeah. My, my take on it was that, when you die, right? Like when he dies, he would like his, he would have whatever afterlife or whatever his natural body slash soul was destined for. Right. So okay. if there, if there is an afterlife, it's going to that afterlife. If there is no afterlife, then it ceases to exist. Right. Mm -hmm. But then just before death or, or at the time of death, his mind is scanned or whatever the fuck that is like it was a real weird fucking way of doing it like it literally just blows your head off mm -hmm. um but it's like they called it scanning right so they scan him and then they mm -hmm. kind of rebuild his consciousness in this virtual reality so that consciousness that they rebuild from that mm -hmm. point is like it has the old memories but it's brand new it's like it's like a copy. It's like if you took a copy of something and you, you you took something, you put it in a scanner, you copy it, and it prints out a copy of it, and it looks exactly the same. But the copy's not going to be as good. It's like a copy of a copy. Well, not that it's not as good. It's just that you could you could literally destroy the other copy, and that copy's destroyed. But this one yeah. continues be existing, right? So, but you have two of them. So right. your so whatever your afterlife was going to be. I think he would definitely still continue. Like, I don't think if they, like, let's, let's take the, uh, the Catholic religion, for example, uh, if that was going to be the model, right. Let's say he dies and his soul goes to heaven. I don't think God's going to be like, ah, shit, hold on. They scanned you. 
<laughs> so so hold up a sec. <laughs> you don't get to come. You're going in the computer now. So <laughs> no, your 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 body and soul, the way that it was designed to work, right, is gonna continue on that path while on earth we've found a way to be able to continue to interact with a facsimile of you. Okay. And that's the way, that's the way I see it. That's the way that I interpreted it. Cause I don't see any way that they could just intercept your soul trans, you know, transitioning to another uh, plane of existence or whatever. They're not going to grab that and throw it into a computer. This is, but that's if you believe in people having a soul. Correct. You know what I mean? That's the whole theory. Like, Oh, the clones have a soul. You know what I mean? So it's, mm-hmm. it's, you run that weird kind of, I don't know. I mean, I, I definitely think it's a show that will make you think. Right. You know? And if you don't and, believe in a soul, then you don't have to worry about an afterlife, right? Like this yeah, is exactly, this is giving you continued existence. Exa- yeah, exactly. That's a really good point. Um, I think it's just worth watching because there's some things that I never really thought of like, Oh, like, yeah, if you're in a virtual reality world, like what can you do? Like you could pretty much change anything that you wanted with the right amount of money. Right. You know, and I thought that was, that was cool. You know, um, I don't know, but it ended in a, in a really odd way with a kind of a cliffhanger and that makes me want to watch season two. So I'm, it's definitely a show that, uh, deserves a second season and I'm looking forward to it. The setup for second season looks great, man. Yeah. I can't wait to see where that goes. And I don't want to ruin that for people because I was like, what? Nope. Last (laughs) last episode needs to be seen. Like, I can't talk about it. Everything else we talked about, I think was fair game. But this, that, that ending was just too dope. Yeah, no, it was. It definitely was like, I was like, that's the last episode. Oh, great. Cool. I don't even know when there's a second season. I don't even know if it got picked up. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Did Did it get picked up? Do we even know yet? Yeah, I believe it did because they have they have the second season all mapped out. He knows what he wants to do. And we, again, we're talking about the guy that, uh, you know, created and well, <clears throat> created the American version and produced the the office and mm-hmm. Parks and Rec. And I don't think that, you know. Oh, actually Amazon- right here. Upload season two uh, uh, was renewed. Yeah. You see, it actually says there's a release date. Um 2023 uh well i don't know if if it says if hold on uh the second season was confirmed on may 8th um 2033 world um i don't think it's saying when it's gonna come out though yeah no Um, because they don't know (laughs) they have no idea yeah they probably don't yeah exactly so but i mean at least it was renewed on may 8th it was confirmed so yeah yeah there's no reason why it wouldn't be is that good so yeah, and like I said, like it's the it's the dude that made the office. Like they're not gonna cancel him. Like that, it's probably his to walk away from. You know what I mean? Yeah, that uh, makes sense. <clears throat> um, I was something I told you to check out on Disney Plus that um we I I, I kind of found this by accident. It's just like one of those things that kept popping up, and I just kept brushing it off. But um, it's called Prop Culture. Um, there's a couple different episodes. Uh, basically, what it is is this dude who is like a collector and he goes around to all these different Hollywood studios and, and looks at the actual props that have been, um, you know, kind of like re redone, um, or, uh, restored, um, you know, like props that we fell in love with because they were big parts of the movies that we grew up with. There's a couple different episodes. There's honey. I shrunk the kids, Mary Poppins, Roger rabbit, uh, pirates of the Caribbean, uh, the Caribbean. And then there's like another one in there too. I forgot what it was, but, um, I watched the Roger Rabbit one and I watched the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids one. 
Um, you watched Mary Poppins and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. What did you think of the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids one? Because I thought it was pretty awesome. Dude, I thought it was great, man. Um, <clears throat> you know, just seeing like the, just seeing the props. And I thought it was like cool, like how he reconnected the cast with the props that they were involved with. Um, yeah, that was cool. That was definitely cool. You know, and like just getting their reaction and seeing how, seeing them go. Like I thought Rick Moranis was kind of um, like, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, he, he was, but he's he been out like, of the yeah. game for so long, man. You know? <laughs> But that's interesting that they actually like, got Rick Moranis because yeah. he doesn't he, he dude, do you know why he actually he why he actually left acting? No, why? Cuz his because his wife died and he had to become a full-time father. So I like respect that, you know. That's awesome, and, man. Yeah, and I I don't know if he had a cameo in the new Ghostbusters, but there's a rumor that he might have. Um I think that he might come back to do some stuff. He's he was doing like a shit ton of voiceover work. Yeah, um, he, probably know it was him. But I mean, like when he said when when homeboy was talking to him and shit like that, he was just like, "Oh yeah, yeah, all right, cool." It was almost like, "Yeah, I was there, bro." Like I, I remember, yeah, I I I was there yeah. when they had it. I was there when it was there first when they first made it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I know he sounded like pretty lackadaisical <laughs> about it, but at the same time, I thought it was cool that they, he was actually there because like you don't really see him yeah. anymore. You know, it was good to see that he looks good. He's doing well um oh he looked great and like it was it was cool to hear him talk like and not be like this like fucking nerdy like because like you yeah. every every character that he played was like basically like the same character in different situations and, was, and now yeah. and now it's like to hear him just talk like a regular dude was like who the fuck is this and i was like oh that's rick moranis oh shit yeah yeah <laughs> i liked when he was just in um what was it uh <laughs> Like anytime I watch him, I just thought of him as like Tully from Ghostbusters being like, well, I come over to the party. It's just like super nerdy. <laughs> like that's the only thing I post him. At, I, I pictured him as, but yeah, it, it was cool, man, to, to see him. Um, I, I thought, you know, seeing them actually restore the actual, you know, uh, what is the, it? The like, shrink ray. Yeah. The shrink ray. Yeah. Th that was cool um, to see it all kind of restored and, and brought back to almost like its original uh, condition was cool. Right. I think people that do like restorations that are that good are just amazing. Uh, I like how Homeboy just had like one of those controllers like just laying around his house. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. it's like, cool, yeah, man. You know, I was like, you know, starting to rebuild it. I'm just looking around and I look down and I found this. And I'm just like, what, who the fuck has that shit laying around their house? Uh, the guy who does restorations. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's why he does that shit. <laughs> so I, um, no, I thought that he was cool. I thought that, uh, the, mm -hmm. Yo, the episode you should watch, though, is the Roger Rabbit, man. The, I had no idea who the dude was that actually played Roger Rabbit. Um, I, I recognize him. He's been in other stuff, but um, uh, what was his name? Bob Haskins? I think that's the guy. I think that's how I pronounce his, his name. Um, I'm going to be such a dick if I got that wrong. Um, hold on. I'm gonna, <laughs> who framed Roger Rabbit? I'm totally going to look it up right now because I'm gonna, I don't want to butcher it. Um, but no, it, I mean, in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, they had, they talked about what it was like, what the, the actors, what it was like to kind of work with each other. And Bob Hoskins was, um, Eddie Valiant. He was like, you know, the main character in Roger Rabbit. Um, and the guy who actually played Roger Rabbit, um, his name is Charles, uh, Flesher. And this guy I've seen him in stuff before, but I didn't know it was the same guy. Um, he was also in um, 
like a nightmare on Elm street. He was in like Zodiac. He's been in like a ton of stuff. Um, but, and he does like a lot of crazy voices. He was in funny people. Like, uh, he came by and like in the movie to like Adam Sandler's like house and did some weird like voices and stuff like that. And I always thought like I was funny, but I had no idea it was the same dude. Um, so apparently Bob Hoskins, they had like interviewed him and they said that like this guy legit would just do the voice dressed in like a Roger Rabbit like costume, but obviously it was animated, but this guy had a costume that he would wear off like standing off on the set doing the voice of Roger Rabbit and Bob Hoskins (laughs) said that he was just as annoying as Roger Rabbit like he would drive him like crazy you know what I mean and Roger Rabbit was just like this like you know he was he was a nutcase you know what I mean he was just like crazy um and it was cool like yeah yeah and it was cool to actually see like how the animation worked because they had to do certain things to like like Roger Rabbit, like is taking a drink of water and the water out of the faucet is going like in this completely weird direction. So they actually had to put him in front of it so that like the animation blocked it, but they had like this tube that made the water go a different way, but it looked like he was, it was coming off his hand to, to, so he could actually be drinking it in a weird like cartoon way. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot that went into animation before you could do everything CGI now, you know, it was like, it was animation in a real world scenario which i thought right i mean roger rabbit is one of the first uh movies to do that and it was cool to actually see christopher lloyd because i met christopher lloyd at comic-con and he was just like a super cool dude but he put on the costume of um the villain in this movie and it was just like it was super creepy man to actually see him like (laughs) to like put on like the judge doom costume i'm like oh man that's freaking he was like oh it's all coming back to me <laughs> it's getting like really creepy <laughs> he put on the glasses the hat and he said people still come up to me and say like oh the most disturbing thing of my childhood is where like you took that tune and basically just like put it in like that just like melted it it was like a shoe that he melted that was screaming that always disturbed me so <laughs> it was cool to just to see how they did that but i mean if you have a chance to watch prop culture, there may be like 20 minute episodes. Um, and I think there's like five of them, but it's really cool to, to kind of revisit things that you might've really enjoyed from your childhood and see how the props came to be and um, how all that stuff was designed. Um, oh dude, there's another thing uh, that's coming out soon. I don't know the exact date, but um, you remember how we were talking about um, uh, back in the day, we were talking about Flight of the Navigator. Yep. Well, Flight of the Navigator, sadly enough, I think that we mentioned um, the actor who actually played David Freeman. Um, and I'm actually, I'm completely blanking out on his name. Uh, Joey Kramer. Joey Kramer actually was about two, about four years ago, was arrested for um, robbing a bank. He was you know, all stringed out on heroin and stuff. Since then, he's actually gone to rehab, gotten help. He's out of jail, doing really well for himself. Um, he's completely sober. Um, there's a documentary coming out about him called Life After the Navigator. And it's actually going to talk about like everything that he's been through. Um, and I thought that was really good because I remember a couple of years ago um, when that broke on the news that he had gotten arrested it was kind of a downer for me because like i really liked this movie and i was kind of like to know that he kind of like 
ended up in a bad place. wasn't really comforting. So to know that he's doing well and there's a documentary coming out about him soon. Um, I don't know on what platform yet, but it's still kind of uh, to be determined. But I thought that was kind of a cool update. So because we talked Word. about that, I think that's the second episode too. So, Word, I'll check that out when it comes out. Yeah, man. Um, so something something to look forward to. Um, he's trying to get back into acting, I think too. And I think he comes to Comic Con. So, dude, if he, dude, if he ever comes to Comic Con, I'm totally meeting him. Be dope. Yeah, so. there's a, there's a couple of things on Netflix that I watched that you know I'm not going to talk about tonight, but I definitely want to get out there that I think people should definitely have on their radar. Um, you know, I'll talk about them next next time we get together. But uh, the show, the their movies, uh, a couple of movies that I saw. One was The Old Guard with Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. Um, it's based on a uh, a comic book of the same name. Uh, it's a uh, Greg Rucka comic mm-hmm. um very very fucking cool the the comic was great the movie was pretty much panel for panel what the comic book was if you haven't seen the comic i think you're going to enjoy it a lot more even if you even if you read the comic then you'd like it but it i think it was a good example of why they changed things around so that you know when you're watching something you get something fresh and you don't know what the fuck is going to happen in the next scene Mm-hmm. Um, because that's kind of how I felt throughout the movie. I was like, it was cool to see it come to life, but it was also like, oh, yeah, I've seen this story already. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really fucking cool. It's a really cool way of uh, using the whole uh, concept of immortality. Um, so I definitely recommend people watching that. And the other one was one that was basically pandemic based. Uh, you know, it's all like kind of plays with the. Uh, the psychology of quarantine um, in a pretty cool way. Uh, it's definitely touching. It doesn't have a happy ending. Uh, so don't go in hoping for that, but it's called only on Netflix. And that is uh, starring Leslie Odom, Odom Jr. Uh, the dude mm-hmm. from, we actually just talked about Hamilton. He played Aaron Burr um, yep. and Frida Pinto from rise of the planet of the apes. And uh, she also played in slumdog millionaire. So uh, those are those are two great films. I was able to get I was able to sit down and actually have some time yesterday to watch a couple of movies. And those are the two I chose. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, check them out. We can definitely get in depth on the review and discussion uh, the next time we talk. Um, you know, and I, I highly recommend them to the audience. Yeah, definitely, man. And uh, Greyhound actually just came out uh, July 10th on uh Apple TV, so Apple TV Plus, so um, it's a Tom Hanks movie that I definitely want to see. Um, it's about um, just a naval ship Greyhound. It was uh, a ship that was pursued by uh, German U-boats over uh, the Atlantic Ocean, along with like 36 other like allied ships. So it's it's supposed to be um, it's supposed to be really good. Um, I'm just I'm really excited to see it. So. Uh, right. we'll see what happens, but I mean, so that's something to kind of look forward to. So, um, anyway, well, I think that's all, that's definitely all I got, uh, this week on, Same. Uh, for the podcast. So, um, we will see you guys in two weeks. Um, as always, if you guys are enjoying this, you like what we're doing, you know, comment, subscribe, like, tell your friends. Um, we're just trying to tell you guys what we like, what we don't like. So you don't waste your time, um, watching things that suck unless you like things yeah. that suck. Yeah, so, don't um, watch Artemis Fowl. Yeah, don't watch it. Uh, don't watch uh, The King of Staten Island either. 
Uh, so, <laughs> now nah, definitely watch King of Staten Island. Best movie this year so far. And we're 50-50 on that. All right, so uh, I will, we will catch you guys in two weeks, and uh, that's all I got. Yo, you still ain't, you still ain't giving me a list of anything better, so. Uh, I knew I was digging myself in a hole saying that. Yeah, you um, did it. You did it. This was you. No, I, this yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't have anything yet, man. I don't know. I, right. I have it. Because it doesn't know. exist. It does exist. Uh, <laughs> I have not watched The Invisible Man yet. I will tell you this, man. I watched... Uh, what was it? Five minutes of some movie. Oh, I watched five minutes of Sonic the Hedgehog, and I already had more fun watching that than I did watching fucking the kids. Oh yeah, watch watch the rest of it though, bro. Oh, you already watched it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All right. Yeah, All right. first five minutes is great. <laughs> watch yeah, yeah. the watch the rest of it. <laughs> Yo, we I, I I all right, dude. I commit to watching Trolls World Tour. <laughs> yes. I'm waiting. Watch. I'm waiting. All right, no, watch it because I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it before the next time, and it's gonna be better than King of Staten Island. I'll, so I'll you know. watch it. I'll watch it before next time too, just to make sure. All right, bro. All right. All right. I'll catch you. Check. I'll catch everybody in two weeks. <laughs> All right. Later. Later. Peace.